In her first speech as Britain's new prime minister, Liz Truss outlined her top three priorities to grow the economy. Truss is Britain's 56th prime minister and the third woman to hold the office. As prime minister, I will pursue three early priorities. Firstly, I will get Britain working again. I have a bold plan to grow the economy through tax cuts and reform. Secondly, I will deal hands-on with the energy crisis caused by Putin's war. I will take action this week to deal with energy bills and to secure our future energy supply. Thirdly, I will make sure that people can get doctor's appointments and the NHS services they need. We will put our health service on a firm footing. By delivering on the economy, on energy and on the NHS, we will put our nation on the path to long-term success. Joining us is Steve Brine, a member of parliament. Uh, Steve Bertrand, introduce your former intern properly, will you? Well, Steve was an intern here back, I think, in the 80s or early 90s, and at the time said he would one day be a member of parliament, and those of us who knew him kind of laughed in his face. And <laughs> and lo and behold, here he is, and he's <laughs> survived some very tough elections. He's a conservative MP. He survived a very public spat with uh, the former prime minister, Boris Johnson, and uh, now he joins us to talk about the new government. Steve, welcome. <laughs> what an introduction. Welcome to Girl Power United Kingdom. You guys are going... You're going through prime the ministers prime minister? like the. You're going through prime. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. it's like the Bears going through quarterbacks. Yeah, it's like it, welcome to Rome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, the, the, the head of state, the deputy prime minister, the prime minister, uh, all women. Um, none of the top four jobs in the British government are white men. So um, you know, diversity rules and uh, and great. You know, the Conservative Party in in Britain elects women as prime minister is our third female prime minister now well the, uh, do you like her what do you think do you think she's up for the job so we were elected on the same day 12 years ago i obviously you know served on various committees with her so i don't know her well but i you know, I, I did once sing um karaoke song with her <laughs> but um but i don't i don't think i know her well um but i do you know, I know her politically, and uh, she's very determined. And yeah, I think there were some raised eyebrows when she became the British Foreign Secretary. But actually, I saw her close up uh, during that time over the the war in Ukraine and and the Northern Ireland border conversations, where you know she was briefing MPs. And I was I was actually pleasantly surprised with the way that she handled herself and how she handled her brief. There are more across it than Boris Johnson. So you know, prime ministers normally start with quite a high expectation. I would say she's starting here with a very low expectation. So actually. Um, you know, she has every room uh, for maneuver. The um, there are important things to talk about, but we have to ask about the karaoke. What was the song and occasion? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to remember what the song was. I um, I think it was "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" by <laughs> Elton John and Kiki D, Stop. a particular favorite of mine, Steve. <laughs> 
Uh, any chance you were at that event that happened at Wembley over the over the weekend with the tribute to Taylor Hawkins and the Foo Fighters? No, no, I wasn't. But I've heard all about it, including the young eleven-year-old British schoolgirl who who played drums with them apparently because she challenged uh, Grohl to a drum off, and uh, they became friends. And she now knows the Foo Fighters. They invited on stage at Wembley. I mean, I, you can't you can't deny the chutzpah of that, can you? I love it. Now the new PM will be putting together her government i know you served in the in the government under a, a david cameron i believe it was um do you see yourself as an undersecretary or a minister here um i i don't know uh, she's currently appointing her cabinet uh, i think that's pretty much done now it's, it's almost exactly as brief for the journalists over the weekend here uh which which is fine um and then i suppose over the next 24 48 hours she will appoint the the ministers and the junior ministers and uh, you know it, it, obviously i would be be more than willing to have a conversation with the prime minister if she wishes to call me but i'm i'm not holding my breath i'm i'm very busy uh, on on the select committee that i'm part of i'm doing quite a bit of traveling i, I was in canada last month actually with the Commonwealth, big Commonwealth parliamentary delegation, um, doing quite a lot of work with HIV and AIDS. Uh, I was in Africa last month with that, and uh, you know I'm really, really enjoying my time as a as a now senior backbencher. I think they call me. Um, so either way, I'm either way, I'm happy. How will her relationship be with President Biden? Well, I, I saw some very warm words from the president today in, in congratulating her. He said he looked forward to deepening the special relationship. I, I think there's no secret, Steve, that there wasn't a, a great warmth between uh, Biden and uh, Boris Johnson, I, who I think I think saw him as quite reminded him of somebody who lives down Florida way. Um, and so I don't think there was a great warmth there. Uh, I think there is a chance for a reset between Biden and Liz Truss, as, as there is between some of the European leaders and her. And I think that can only be a good thing. That can only be a good thing for US-UK relations, can't it? So, you know, I, I know that there's big challenges over there at the moment. You've got big midterms. So, but I, but I hope that she will make a trip to Washington very much sooner rather than later. And of course, he's always welcome here. Steve Bryan is a member of Parliament. We're talking about the new British Prime Minister. He is also a former intern at WGN. One last thing, when she attended Burton College, Oxford, she was president of Oxford University Liberal Democrats. Then she graduated Mm. and joined the Conservative Party. And then later in Mm. life, she was a supporter of Britain Stronger in Europe, the campaign for the UK to remain in the European Union. And then after the 2016 referendum, she supported Brexit. Is she what we call a flip-flopper? (laughs) <laughs> well, the, the only thing that is the, the only thing that is forgivable about being a Liberal Democrat is if you uh, see the error of your ways, and you know, we all, we all re- repent the, repent the sinner. Um, so, so good on that. Um, look, many many people have held views in their youth, uh, which change as they grow older, and so so she did that. No, no, that's fine. Um, I, I think what she's to be fair to her, um, and I, I must be clear, I wasn't part of her campaign team. I supported Rishi Sunak, the former chancellor. But, you know, she certainly campaigned for Remain. So did I. But ultimately, we're Democrats. And the result, the choice of the British people was to leave the European Union. And uh, there's no point in carping about about that forever. And she is a minister and senior minister as the foreign secretary and now as a prime minister has to recognize that. And we have to make 
not just make the best of it and muddle through. We're going to make a success of it and make it work because that is the decision. There's no re-entry to the European Union for the United Kingdom. Um, and I think if there were another referendum, I think there'd be an even bigger vote to stay out. So I think really she's a pragmatist and she recognises that that's the situation that we voted for. Um, we've made our bed and now we've got to make it really comfortable. And I think we can do that, but we've got a few challenges, Northern Ireland border, not least uh, in between. Steve Ryan, a member of par- Parliament, more importantly, a former WGN intern. Be well, Thank you Steve. for joining us. <laughs> God bless. Time to get a check on weather and traffic. Then we're going to come back and talk to the dean of the Pritzker School of Medicine. They say one of the biggest problems confronting medicine today is misinformation. That's on the way. What's up, Mary?